Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Hermitage Cafe is closing at the end of the month, but the owner said the property was sold without their knowledge. If you thought driving in Nashville was bad, just wait until you see who got the right of way on the interstates last week. Plus, we take a visit to one of Nashville's best haunted attractions. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Happy Friday, Nashville. I can't believe it's already Friday. I can't believe it's Friday either. And you may be wondering, what is all of this on our table? <laughs> well, today we're experimenting with some coffee and uh, a lot of a coffee. lot of coffee. Uh, but first off, I think we need to start with this. This is brand new. This is from our friends over at Pennington Distilling Co. Uh, they also make this liqueur called Whisper Creek. And this is their new spiked coffee. This is their mocha flavor. So we're going to give this one a try. Okay. So while this is happening, so we're, we're testing two coffees today from Pennington uh, Distilling. And then we're also testing uh, or just kind of tasting two coffees from uh, Blessed Day Roasters. Uh, they sent us some coffee, and so we're trying it. Uh, you can probably, you might hear some of the water uh, being boiled right now. We're going to do a pour over in the Chemex for both of these roasts, uh, and it's going to be fantastic. But uh, Pennington Distilling Co., uh, we've we've known their brand for quite a while, and this is a brand-new product, right? Uh, this just came out about two weeks ago, so we th- we are... Taste testing this sucker. So okay, so so tell me before you open it one more time. What is what are we drinking? Uh, so this is a spiked coffee. This is the mocha flavor and uh, <laughs> spiked coffee. Yeah, so made with real <laughs> cold brew coffee. Okay, and artificially blended with Whisper Creek Tennessee sipping cream, which is amazing. Infused with the richness of aged Tennessee whiskey, all natural flavors, oh, and real dairy cream. We're gonna open this sucker. Okay, this is gonna be really nice. Oh, yeah. I like the can size. I think it's a really good can size. All right, so your your child. This is it the mocha. Smells, it smells delicious, and that's a the coffee's about to finish heating. Ooh, that's really good. That is really Whoa. good. Holy cow, that's fantastic. That is really good. That is dangerously good. Wow. Also, it spiked more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna empty out some of the water from the Chemex. Right. While uh, while we keep doing this, this is this is gonna be fun. Uh, it it definitely has a way more higher level of alcohol content than I was expecting, but it is delicious. It's very dangerous. Uh, so this is the mocha flavor, and then they also have this flavor. This is just the original flavor. Uh, I don't know what the difference is. So we're going to open this one and try this as well. While Aaron is dumping out that. Oh, yeah. All right. So this is the original flavor of the Whisper Creek Spiked Coffee. I like the orange label on it as well. I enjoy that. That one's really good. It's very subtle compared to the mocha. The mocha just like it kind of kicks you. Uh, But this is a very it's a very delicious spiked coffee. So you can definitely taste the whiskey. You can taste the sipping cream. Overall, this is delicious. Water's ready. Oh, our water's ready. All right. Uh, Tennessee. Original. Original. All right. Let's try this. This is so much caffeine. I have no idea. Whoa, you can taste the whiskey in that one. Oh, but yeah. it's, it, you're exactly right. It's very, very 
Um, it's subtle. It's a good blend with the coffee. It's so, a really good blend uh, with this. Which one do you prefer? So I this think may, I prefer it's, the original. It's made with real cold brew coffee. So it's cold brew coffee. Yeah. Uh, this one's made with real cold brew coffee and uh, artificially blended or artificially artfully blended with Whisper Creek, Tennessee sipping cream infused with the richness of aged Tennessee whiskey. You really get the whiskey flavor in here. Obviously, the mocha yeah, yeah. and the chocolate's going to kind of cover it up a little bit more. Um both Man, of these caffeine equivalent to one, one cup, cup of coffee. Oh Enjoy responsibly chilled or poured over ice. So we are choosing the chilled path. This may be this too today. early to have whiskey. But. Ah, this is good. If this is the way you got to do it in the morning, this is the way you got to do it in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I, for a long time I was taking, I love their, that mocha one. I was taking their whisper Creek, uh, peanut butter one. Right. And make, making that in my morning coffees. And it was going to reheat this water. Uh, so I can't wait until they come out with a peanut butter version or a pumpkin spice version. I think it's going to be really good. The whiskey flavor, you can, you can, that Tennessee whiskey, uh, flavor, you can really, really taste in the original. Yeah. But it's very, very small. Yes. Compared like it's, to the it's not, it's, I mean, it's not at all like you're drinking straight whiskey. It, it is a really good blend into the, uh, into the coffee. All right, so uh, Pennington Distilling Co. Uh, dot com if you want to check them out, or uh, Instagram at Pennington Distilling Co. Um, so it's it's uh, great stuff. I'm excited to to finish these a little bit later. Yeah, I don't know if I can do all of these right now, plus the <laughs> two other cups of coffee we're going to have. Um, so right now we are going to I'm going to do a pour over uh, for uh, Blessed Day Coffee. Let's do their this first roast right here. Actually, I want to do uh, this one. This is a medium roast. I'm going to get this out again. Let me show you uh, if you want to visit. If you want to visit their site, uh, blesseddaycoffee.com. Uh, this roast is going to be. I'm going to have to keep heating the water up. Um, is there a whole bean medium roast? Um, it is single origin from Uganda. It's going to have cool. uh, tasting notes. Uh, I'll, actually, I'll get to the tasting notes when we're actually tasting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, let me get the grinds in here. I'm actually going to have to turn the scale around. So I'm doing the fancy coffee, so it's actually going to take a while. Uh, so that's where you can find blesseddaycoffee.com. Uh, I'll bring them back up in a second. Stuart, now it's time to get to some. Well, they also sent us these Nashville really news. cool mugs. These are really cool mugs. So I really like coffee these. Coffee roasters. Thank you guys for sending these mugs. We can't wait to try your coffee. We'll try them here on the episode. But we do have unfortunate news. There's a restaurant in downtown Nashville that's going to be shutting its doors at the end of the month. They're going to be serving their last meal on Halloween night. And this is the Hermitage Cafe. Man, imagine serving your meal, last, last meal, meal on Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, that's... That, I would not go there for that. It's kind of a horror. <laughs> yeah, I would not it? go there for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, they're going to be closing after nearly 31 years of business. Wow. And this is the Hermitage Cafe located in downtown Nashville, right off of Hermitage Avenue. And they said that they didn't they didn't sell out. The owners didn't sell out. And unfortunately, it looks like the landowner uh, sold the land Man. without their knowledge, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Man. Um, so it said uh, 
in here. Uh, they said, I am unsure what the new owner's plan for the location is. I just know the Hermitage Cafe will not be a part of their future. I guess that's where all good things must come to an end comes from. With that being said, please support your local mom and pop. Uh, I mean, I've heard, I, I've been to the Hermitage Cafe um, once before. It's a great place. I mean, it's a cash only yep. uh, cafe. Yep. And their hours are very odd. It's, yes. you know, closed during the middle of the day. It's open uh, more late of night. your late night and early mornings. And so it was uh, a true like it, it was the bar where musicians would go to after they performed it was, on Broadway. It, it was a great place for locals, college students where you could get a nice cheap meal, have uh, a really fun time, good conversation. Um, and so, I mean, it was just it was good for pretty much everybody. Uh, everybody had a good time while they were there. Um, so it, it's one of those things you really hate to see a place like that go, especially being sold without their knowledge. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, that's the aggression of the national market right now. It is. And, and that site, I don't know what it's worth. Uh, I, I assume it probably sold close to $12 million for that site, which makes sense, uh, for that Sobro area. But when you have, um, what was that development that's coming in on second and Peabody? Is it called second and Peabody? I believe it's on the ball. I believe so. Uh, when you have that, so that whole area is called Rutledge Hill. And when you have that type of development coming in, these little small facilities just cannot withstand next to a skyscraper that's 30-some stories. I, I do wish that they would offer these places um, like a, a, bottom spot, floor, uh, yeah, a spot in the yeah. bottom floor. It, hell, yeah. even, even to say, like, hey, we're going to take this spot over, but what we are going to do is, build you is, out is we're going to build you out a new restaurant, and we're going to pay you for that time lost in there. Uh, if you, if you Nashvillians remember, that's what happened to, uh, to Nashville in green Hills. Yeah. There was a skyscraper that was planned to be built oh, and yeah. Nashville is going to be in the bottom of it. Yeah. And then the skyscraper note never developed. No, it wasn't in midtown midtown. Yep. The skyscraper never developed. And then Nashville closed permanently in midtown. Yep. And it's this last year with COVID and the, the whole financial state that the city was in a lot of these restaurants that have been around for decades are suffering because they weren't able to adjust yeah. uh, to the modern day delivery services and all these other things. Also, their food doesn't really, uh, I think of uh, Dairy King, their food wouldn't be able to really accommodate a delivery type service. And so they weren't able to right. adjust to the pandemic with a delivery only aspect. Well, uh, one thing that is also very hard to be a delivery thing is a hot air balloon. Hot air balloons yes. are not your typical delivery service uh, and typically don't blend well with Nashville traffic. It would be awesome um, if I started getting like <laughs> Uber Eats through a hot air balloon. Uh, people would pay a lot for that, but uh, you know, it's not very conducive to, uh, to being in Nashville, landing a hot, th those things don't mix too well. No, uh, but it seemed like they tried to last week a little bit. Yeah. So according to <laughs> News Channel Five, uh, a hot air balloon was forced to land on the side of Interstate I twenty four, the autobahn. The autobahn after it ran out of fuel. The Tennessee Department of Transportation (TDOT) confirmed the incident Friday morning. So this happened last week, saying it landed in a grassy area on the side of I twenty four east of Rutherford County. All right, so uh, we have a photo of this as well. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> it just man, Imagine. they're lucky that there was that much space on the side of I twenty four there. Yeah, yeah, and I think I know exactly where that is on I twenty four. But it's it just it's fascinating that they didn't land on the highway because that would have caused 
huge <laughs> devastations. Imagine being a tractor trailer and then all of a sudden a balloon just comes on top of your trailer. I mean, I would love like, to have been a car or a spectator during that time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I really want to go take a hot air balloon because of this now. <laughs> That's that. That's what I'm feeling. Uh, like, can I take that? Remember that trip where you landed on I-24? Yeah. Give me that experience. Yeah, I, that's, I just that's I, what I, I want. want. That experience. I actually have a. <laughs> Hand me your your coffee cup. Yeah, uh, this is a this is a cluster over here because I don't want. I know we've got a lot of stuff here. on here, but I've got to like pour yeah. out. You got to preheat gotta everything. Preheat your mugs and everything. everything. Preheat your mugs. Preheat your Chemex. I everything. have a, I have a dream about a hot air balloon and a photo here in Middle Tennessee. I'm not revealing it. Aaron knows what I'm talking about. But yes. uh, if I can accomplish this, this thing will be this thing will be my best photo I've ever had the opportunity to take. Uh, but speaking of small towns near Tennessee, uh, okay. Ooh. So there's a small town called Water Valley. It's down past Columbia. And basically, this town is for sale. Uh, so seven acres. It reminds me so much. Anybody who watch, watches a show called Shit's Creek um, on Netflix, it's fantastic. It's about the sale of a small town uh, that's the asset, the only remaining asset of this very, very wealthy family who got okay. everything taken away. Yeah. And they are deserted in this small town that they bought as a joke. Okay. So this would be a very similar situation yeah. to... Uh, you know, just a couple buildings, small, very, very small town. Well, th- th- this is very, very small. So and they, they make a joke about that in the article. Yeah. Oh, uh, they make a joke about that uh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh, but what's really interesting is I, I believe this is seven acres altogether. Very small. Very, <laughs> it's a very small town. And uh, there's a few different residential buildings. Uh, so there's uh, four stores from the early 1900s, a barn, a residence, and a creek on the property. And it's valued at $725,000. So for all of those, you can own this little small town called Water Valley, Tennessee, yeah, so uh, we're which, doing a pour over right now. So what's very interesting, you know, when I looked at this on the map, I was like, okay, I mean, I'm sure it's a nice small town. This is actually in a really, really nice area. This is near the, uh, this is near the Natchez Trace. It's very, very close to the Natchez Trace, uh, which is one of the best drives in Tennessee. Yes, it's also down. near the Duck River, which is the most biodiverse river I think in the world. Correct. One of them in the world. Yeah, yes. and, and and I mean, so wow, what an opportunity there for a small town, uh, and you can buy it for less than a house in Nashville. <laughs> some houses in Nashville, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Some houses in uh, Nashville. We actually have a photo of this uh, area. So there's, I guess, two of the commercial buildings. Uh, I could see like a little wedding venue being there. I can see uh, the possibility of just like a nice like retail store on mom and pop, like ice cream shop. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a few po- possibilities with this little property. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I mean, it, it's definitely going to need some, uh, some, some fixing up for sure, but TLC. you know, with <laughs> yeah. tender love and care, but with the, with the outskirts of Tennessee doing so well right now, yes, um, th- you know, this is they, I mean, I think the people who are selling it, uh, I think it's four family members. They are, I think they're choosing the right time to do that. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> recently had the opportunity to start looking at land throughout Middle Tennessee. And I'm like, we get ads for it all the time. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, do I need to pull the trigger on this? So you're, you're preparing the next, I'm preparing the next the one next while, while we poured the other one. Yeah. Can, okay. To kind of, uh, you have to wet the coffee filters. You have to wet the Chemex filters. Okay. Um, and then this will also provide uh, to make sure that the, 
leftover coffee in the previous pour uh, really get kind of rinsed out as well. All right, so should we try this uh, medium roast? It's <laughs> it's probably scalding it hot. May, it may be a little hot. I don't know it if is, we're going to get is. through yeah, this. It's going to be. I think we waste. It's it's going to be pretty hot. Uh, but uh, Stuart, okay, if you had the money, would you buy this town? Yes. Yeah, hands down. I, I totally agree. Yeah, I. Uh, I want to have properties like this all throughout Middle Tennessee. I, I think it's a, I think it's a huge win. Um, Tennessee as a whole, if if you, I mean, obviously, I, I'm pretty sure everybody knows Tennessee as a whole uh, is on the rise economically. Tennessee on a whole, as far as population, is on the rise, um, and so I, I think this would be a great. Uh, honestly, if Tennessee had uh, small things like Airbnb towns. Uh, they, they said they wanted it to be like leapers fork, which is kind of a very, very small destination town right now. Yep. Um, some little, uh, even just B and B's, not even Airbnb's with some shops, distillery. Uh, and and that's kind of what a small town like this would be. If it really wants to be in more of the making money as a small town, uh, kind of deal, then that's probably what we're looking at. Uh, so if, if you're interested in buying a town that, uh, we would like to talk to you. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go to their website. Come to yeah, us. Come to us. <laughs> we have ideas. All right. Uh, Stuart, where is, uh, speaking of cafes from a little bit earlier in this episode, uh, you been you went to a cafe recently. Yeah, so this is up in Woodlawn, Tennessee. Uh, it's near Clarksville, and this is right off of uh, Dover Road, which leads to Dover, Tennessee. And this is Becky's Country Cafe. Okay. And I walked into this place and I was like, all right, this is this is legit. It's cash only. Uh, <laughs> they serve uh, breakfast, lunch. So they open from 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay. I'm surprised they open that early, 5, p- 5 a.m., because there's not a lot of places in Nashville that open that early. Yeah. Well, and I mean, honestly, it depends on the population of your town. If the population of your town is older... Well, older or they're all factory. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, So uh, I walked in and it it reminded me of the diner that I would eat at every single week in college. And I got the bacon cheese omelet. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Which was delicious. And then I also had a chocolate chip pancake. Ooh. And I had some homemade home fries. And the home fries were a little bit different. They're basically a half cup potato type thing. They weren't like little squares, but they were like a circle home fry. So it, it was a very different type oh, of experience okay. of home fry. I think I've had those. The only time I've had those are at O'Charlie's. Oh, <laughs> I've been to O'Charlie's <laughs> once in my entire life. And I I tried to go to the O'Charlie's uh, on Thompson Lane. That sounds awful. They are permanently closed. Oh, that's <laughs> makes sense. Okay. Uh, but Becky's Country Cafe. It was great. Uh, the meal, the, so the omelet was like $5.31, and then the pancake, uh, this is where they really got you. So one pancake was three ninety five, dollars uh-huh. but if you got three pancakes, it was only $6. Oh, man. So you have to weigh that cost. A, the pancake was really good. Make. Yeah, the, the pancake was really good. It was a really thick batter. Okay. And so, the, so it was the, like one pancake is enough. Oh, yeah. It was a yeah. huge plate. Wow. Uh, but they only used um, mini chocolate chips instead of regular size chocolate <laughs> chips. And so I'm like, I use regular size chocolate chips. Why doesn't everyone use regular size yeah, chocolate yeah. chips? Yeah, yeah. It's a very interesting choice, Becky. So but, I'll uh, definitely, uh, if they're still open in the future, I'll definitely go back. There you go. All right. Let's head over to Explorers Nashville tip of the day.
For Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day, it's a great time to learn about some history here in Middle Tennessee. And one of the best places to do that is the Hermitage, the former former home of the President Andrew Jackson. Uh, They have a little museum on property. You can actually see his home and where he lived. You can see his little office where he would read all of the different newspapers from around the country every single day. It's an incredible experience to learn about the history of Andrew Jackson. Well, and if you're a fan of the Hermitage Cafe and you're just missing the name Hermitage, then uh, you've got another place to go. If you've never been to the uh, the Hermitage to uh, learn about the life of Andrew Jackson or visit the property, uh, especially around, I, I'm sure they've sold out of their Halloween tickets by now. I don't uh, even because know they they're have a, doing it this year. A short, no they, they're doing four, okay. four tours. Oh yeah. They're very, very out. limited. Uh, it's, yeah, it's almost a guarantee they're sold out now, but the, the property is, is absolutely incredible. Uh, and it's a good chance to, to learn about the life of Andrew Jackson and, and, uh, pretty much every family member there, uh, and their role in, in Nashville and in the country. Uh, so check out the Hermitage. It, it definitely is not going to disappoint as far as as tours goes and, and learning history. So uh, make sure you check that out. That's in Hermitage, uh, Tennessee as well. That is Explorers National Tip of the Day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code NASHVILLEDAILY to get 10% off their next online order or in-person visit. You can find them at ScreenThreads.com. All right, so uh, let's try some of the Blessed Day. This is their medium roast. Thank you for the mugs. Uh, the mugs are actually, I, I really, it's, it's a good a, size. It's a good size mug. It's a really like, good what size. Is this, maybe 12 or 15 ounces? It's probably 12. Okay, it's a great size mug. 10 to 12, yeah. So this is the medium roast. Uh, so this is the medium roast, tasty notes, balanced cup with a crisp uh, citric lemon lime acidity, uh, tea like body, and honey sweetness. Uh, the process is washed. Okay, here we go. Uh, it has elevation. So I, I like all the information that they have mm. there. That is delicious coffee. And we're drinking this black because that's the true way to try coffee. Man, that's good. This is really, really good. That's really good. I like this. Okay, I'm, I'm excited to try the I'm excited to try the next one here. This is again, this is the Uganda roast. All right, I'm going to finish this. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to, so we have some room in the mud. Uh, yeah, I'm going to finish this up. Um, let me put their uh, handle here on the screen. You can find them at blesseddaycoffee.com. And, uh, Stuart, go ahead, and I'm going to prepare the uh, the next row, so I'm going to start heating up okay. our water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so right now we're about to talk about our visit to Nashville nightmare and Nashville nightmare is one of the best haunted attractions in middle Tennessee, possibly in the United States. According to USA today, they were ranked in the top 10 for best haunted attractions in the United States. And so last week we came out with an interview with the general manager of Nashville nightmare and his name is Nathan Graves. So if you haven't checked it out yet, here's a clip from that interview. What's your favorite thing waking up every morning and working at a haunted house? Probably the uh, the sense of creativity, being able to go in and, you know, see something on paper that we've drawn out and then bringing it to life. Uh, for thousands of people to see, we are, um, 
it's like a, a fun museum that you actually want to go to because we get to put our creativity out on our canvas and our canvas being what the haunted house is. Yeah. So, you know, that's the, the big thing is like I was saying, the themes, that's pretty much the only thing that we have is we're, we discuss what our themes are going to be for that house. And then from there, it's an open book. All right. So uh, it's an incredible interview uh, yeah, that is. we had with Nathan that talks about just a lot of what, what is the life of one of the best haunted houses in the United States? How do you do that year round, which they do? Yeah. So they do. They do Halloween. They do Christmas. They do uh, Valentine's Day. They've done stuff in the past for Fourth of July weekend. So. It is a fully functioning haunted house year-round. Uh, and we also talked about some other paranormal activity in that interview. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it's incredible. Make sure to check that out. Also, uh, this is coming out later today on our YouTube channel, our Nas Nashville Daily. Uh, listeners, you can hear it, but if you're on YouTube, you can watch this uh, and, and check this out. This is uh, our, our video for the, uh, for the Nashville Nightmare um, haunted attraction. Uh, we got the chance to... Uh, visit there over in Madison uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, so this is coming out on our YouTube channel later today. Uh, but here's a little preview of what it's like at Nashville Nightmare. Hello, everyone. I'm Stuart Deming of Explore.Nash. Right behind me is the Pumpkin King. And today, we're at Nashville Nightmare. is a scare brown located about 10 miles away from downtown Nashville in Madison, Tennessee. Right behind me is the entrance to three of the five haunted houses on the property. They have some really good ticket options. So if you want to wait in line, they have the general admission where you have to wait in this line. They also have the fast pass, which is a shorter line. They have skip the line. And the coolest thing about skip the line is you get to go directly in. And then their best option is their VIP tickets. You get skip the line. You get unlimited times to go through the haunted houses. You also get a discount on merchandise and food on property. Let's take a tour of the ground so you have an understanding of how this works. Right behind me is the entrance. Also, there's a photo booth there. You can upgrade your tickets if you're looking to get a VIP pass that I mentioned. And then you have two different haunted houses this way. You have Nuketown Horror High, and then you have this awesome clown-looking experience called Operation Laughing Place. This is Nuketown. Nuketown is a nuclear testing facility left abandoned in the 1950s, has been the center of strange occurrences in Nashville. Vagrant travelers looking for shelter have found refuge within the hollow shell structures of the building. 
But a biohazard material left behind by the nuclear testing has mutated the beings into ravenous toxin monsters hungry for human flesh. Another haunted attraction found at Nashville Nightmare is Horror High. This is about a janitor who got really angry at the students for vomiting all over the hallways, and he's trying to seek revenge on them, and now he's haunting them. Right behind me is Operation Laughing Place. There's an epidemic of clowns about to chase you, but you get to have fun by playing some laser tag and ending this epidemic of clowns that are chasing you. If you're wanting to get some merchandise or souvenirs of Nashville Nightmare, they have all of that. They have really great shirts. They also have really cool hats. They have a pumpkin hat. And if you're looking to get a drink on property, they have a bar and concessions. They also have actors walking around this area while you're waiting in line. So you may get a fright while you're waiting. Housed behind me are three different haunted houses. You have the Spirit of Halloween, Forsaken, and Cursed. That got me, that got me. just made my way out of Nashville Nightmare and I tinkled my pants just a little bit. Nashville Nightmare is considered one of the best haunted attractions in North America. You can get your tickets at NashvilleNightmare.com. Was that good? So make sure you check out Nashville Nightmare. Uh, as soon as you get into Madison, right off of Gallatin uh, Pike, you cross over Briley. Uh, it's not too far away from there. NashvilleNightmare.com. Uh, we'll make sure to put it in the, the show notes and also make sure uh, check out the video, share it with your friends. If, uh, if you're interested in going or you think they would be interested in going, uh, make sure you give them a follow uh, over on their social medias. But also, uh, I, I think it's cool to just check out that interview if you've not heard that interview with Nathan and uh, and see what they're all about because they truly are one of the best haunted attractions, attractions in the nation. Uh, Stuart, you got to go through... <laughs> one of the or actually three of the haunted houses yeah yeah so. and and so we got a little preview tour and uh it was it was crazy to see what they had you know even without their actors we got to go through with the the lights and all the motions and everything uh it, that was pretty cool just the amount of work they've put into each set is absolutely mind-blowing i think of uh the one set with this giant creature uh, that thing is huge. It's like the si <laughs> it's like the size of this room, or yeah. at least part of this room. And the the just the amount of work and detail they put into each set design is incredible. And I think that could just be like a movie in itself or a documentary in itself. Just the different designs that they have for their sets. Uh, I can't wait to go back when there's actually actors and truly experience the haunted house. Absolutely. All right. We have also uh, poured our final, uh, final, final roast uh, from Blessed Day Coffee. This is their. Cheers. You can find them blesseddaycoffee.com. Uh, this is their. This is Banner's Ultimate Espresso Roast. This is a collaboration with the Ultimate Predator. Uh, his Twitter's I at I am. I am ultimate pred Instagram is the ultimate predator. Uh, and, uh, this is the banners ultimate espresso roast. It's a partnership with blessed day coffee, uh, and the ultimate predator. 
for their love of coffee and their love of banner. So check out their story. You can head to uh, the Ultimate Predator on Instagram for that. You can find all of these roasts at blesseddaycoffee.com. That's this roast. I'll have to lift it above this banner right here. <laughs> uh, and this is this is it's a pretty cool design. Uh, right here. This is their whole bean. This is an espresso roast, so it's it's not 100% best use in the Chemex. Um, but what I love here is, and especially uh, this is, you know, what I love about local coffee in general, the roast date. Yeah. October it is, 1st. It is October 8th today. Oh, the roast October. date is, is a week ago. Yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's that's very, very, very hard to get. Yes. And so the freshness of this is absolutely incredible uh Stuart, you got to dig in I, i've been i've been sipping on it. it it's really good um i don't know if i'm too big of a fan of just espresso roast in the in the south sure. generally but it, it's a very good coffee it's I, very yeah. smooth it's very smooth for and, espresso uh i think i've had way too much caffeine so i <laughs> i need to stop because uh, i drink this whole can oh my the goodness anything spike and i've drinking half of this can oh my goodness and so i am i am caffeinated to the brims at least you didn't have this at like you know two o'clock. Oh my gosh, because I'll be up for twenty four yeah. hours. Yeah, oh, man, that espresso <laughs> roast is actually really good. I do a lot of pour overs, so I don't have an espresso machine at home. Uh, but you know, I would do this I, as I a pour one, over. I have as one a dark at my roast. house. I think we need to go get a video of <laughs> us actually having a true espresso with like the heating and everything. I know. I think I think we do, we do need to do that. But this is this, I mean this is fantastic. It's very smooth. Um, and, uh, so I, I enjoy it. You can check out all of their roasts at blessed day, uh, coffee.com. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed, uh, everything today from, uh, the hot air balloon landing, uh, near I 24 to, uh, all of the, the crazy stuff that we did with Nashville nightmare and the interview there and us trying local coffee kind of all in all in, all in the same day. We did a lot today, we, we a lot did. today. Uh, and tomorrow we're talking about parking. In Nashville. Ooh, if you want to know what it's like to be on the inside of the parking industry in Nashville and where the future is of that world and get that perspective, uh, I talk with Ryan Hunt of Premier Parking tomorrow on the Nashville story. See you then. Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.